is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love making Alonzo watch questionable Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and I trust the process. And <laughs> this, this is the Dr. Hallmark Podcast. Yeah. Woo. Feeling good. Week 20. Week 20. How can be? I it can't, but it is. <laughs> Let's just take a moment and think about all the fun we've had and the movies Friends we've made along the way. We've made you watch and all the black and white. All the black and white. Just miles and miles. <laughs> Of black you you you've been a real trooper. You've you've watched black and white movies. You watched a documentary. Well, I think, very, but I'm I really feel bad because you've yeah. you've made me watch things that I end up liking, and I have uh, I don't feel like it's been I've been as successful. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the point of the show. So you know, mission accomplished. I mean, look, if the week comes that you 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 delight me with a surprise, like you know, we can all we can all go home and buy lottery tickets. But you know, this week I, might I think, be it. It might be it. I, I always live in hope. I like to think that 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 possibility is out there somewhere. Which waiting. of the movies that I've brought mm-hmm. has been the best for you? Wow. Yeah, I know. God, I, I need to look at a list. Yeah. Um, and why is it Jingle All the Way? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, weirdly. And, uh, no, Uh-oh, here no, it comes. I mean, no, I, uh, I, okay. The, the one I had not seen before, so at least it did give me an opportunity and excuse to do that was I'll Be Home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But it's bad as we know um i think the other ones have all been revisits but again i I need to look at the list but yeah nothing nothing leaps to mind well (laughs) they've all been painful in one way or another well okay then um i'm excited (laughs) today i want to take you on a journey okay alonzo if you will you know sure that i love hallmark movies it's not a secret i've made a career of it and um but there was um, a birthing place for that to be so. That was a weird way to say that. Um, and that uh, place was a Disney Channel growing up. Oh, okay. Disney Channel creates their own movies. They're called Disney yes. Channel Original Movies. DCOMs, as the, cool, D-coms yes. as the cool kids call it. And um, there was a period of time in my life where I wouldn't miss a decom. There's some great ones out there. Luck, luck of the Irish. I, my mom's got a date with a vampire. To name a few. Motocrossed. Smart House, as I've said before. Oh, yes. The Deathless Smart House. Which, <laughs> which I know you you ran to your Disney Plus. Ran right out to yeah. see. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there is a Christmas decom. That okay. I think it's possible that um, it is the reason why I have fallen in love with Hallmark. All the years of DCOMs have made mm. it to where I kind of love, you know, these made-for-TV movies. So there's a, gateway there's a Christmas one that okay. I, and I want to preface this, Alonso, I haven't watched this mm. in 20 years. It's okay. it's been it's been a while. Um, Revisiting your past is always going to be a little dicey, but you know, <laughs> I, I I admire you taking this on. But I I think that this is going to be a good one because there's a chance that it's you know it's a it's kind of like Hallmark, so maybe you'll like it. 
Okay. That's the risk I'm taking here. That's the dice I'm rolling. So we're going to watch the 2000 Disney Channel original movie, The Ultimate Christmas Present. Okay. Starring, starring, starring Brenda Song. Okay. Who is the uh, mother of Macaulay Culkin's child. So there's more Christmas yeah, relation that, there. Wow, yes. Yeah. She's, she's married into royalty. Okay. Um, and then, um, is that it? <laughs> Spencer Breslin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Disney's Disney's the kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, okay. Don't know this one. And I don't know that I've, I think the only decom I ever watched. Well, I mean the, you know, high school musical. I've seen those. I mean, does that count? Do yeah, it can, those as, one as and as two. Musical? Yes. Okay. Yes. I know three was theatrical. I, I had to review it. Uh, <laughs> well, what do you think? Okay. Of, what do you think of high school musical? Oh, I'm a I'm a fan. I, I get this, the appeal. So there's we could do some damage here. This this could yeah, this could be it. Know. It came to me in a dream. I was like, you know what? I know this is technically like made for TV, so I don't know if it is playing by the rules, but okay. I'm gonna make it play by the rules. I have if I've never had the chance to sing fabulous at karaoke, but I would. <laughs> As you should, my friend. I'm sure it would be yeah. fabulous. I think it would be. All right. Well, I'm I, I'm genuinely excited to see how this goes. I'm not walking into it with like, you know, I'm not, my arms are not crossed. There are no chips on my shoulder. I've never seen this movie. I've never heard of this movie. I'm going to take your word for it and we'll see how it goes. Well, again, I don't remember. I don't know if it's good or not. Uh, it's been a long time, <laughs> but I remember loving it. Okay. But I don't know if that was because I, I loved every decom. Like they were just, they were special, special films. It's a formative movie for baby brand. So I'll, I'll, I'm very curious to see how that goes. John B. Lowe. No. Haley Todd. Okay. Well, these are people, these are people and they're in the movie. They are. These are people and they're in the movie. Good on Um, Disney plus go watch it. And um, we'll come back after this break and we'll talk about it. Alonzo. Excellent. Can't wait. Until, until then, here we, here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Wow, what a good break that was, uh, if I do say so. The sweet, sweet smell of whatever that ad was you just heard. (laughs) Hope it was. Whatever language. Hope it was a good one, you know? Uh, We're talking uh, The Ultimate Christmas Present, uh, Disney Channel original movie, a DCOM, as the kids and Alonzo call them. Uh, (laughs) Oh, always. Always, always. uh, I'll do a quick synopsis and then we'll uh, we'll dive into it. Originally aired on the Disney Channel, if you can believe it, on uh, December 1st in the year 2000. And it went, went a little something like this. The movie centers around just a couple of teenage gals, Sam and Allie. Oh, they're fun. They're, you know, just always up to stuff. They love they love their each other. They love this boy who's having a Christmas party on Christmas Day, as you do. And course, uh, they're sure. all very excited about this. And uh, one day they're out in the woods and they stumble upon this cabin they've never seen before. They hear this man being very disgruntled and he throws something out the window and, or throws something into the trash. They go naturally to see what it is. And it is some sort of 
futuristic device, it looks like, some sort of robot. So they uh, naturally steal it. They take it back to their home. They start to mess around with it, and they realize that this device can control the weather around them. So, like, they get a little mini mini earthquake. You get some rain, and then they figure out snow. And uh, Sam has the idea, or uh, Allie has the idea, sorry, to uh, what if we just turned up the snow, had a snow day, we could get uh, what I believe is Christmas Eve off of school. I don't know. (laughs) And uh, we will be done with school. We don't have to do any of these tests or papers or whatever she was working on about. uh, She was writing writing something or whatever. Um, She doesn't have to do that anymore because it is winter break. Finally. So she turns up the snow and sure as the day is long, it starts to snow. Real good ones. They wake up to basically a full-blown uh, blizzard. There's a weather guy. Did, did, did you mention that it's Los Angeles? Like that's kind I'm of sorry. Wild. It like, is Los Angeles. Big deal. It's Los Angeles. And there's a guy named Edwin who is yes. the, you know, the joke is he's the most boring weather guy in the world. He's all about like just the facts and the science and stuff like that. But, you know, he uh, is very bothered by this because he didn't forecast it. There should be an explanation for this. So he's going to try to figure out what that is. Santa also, as you, you know him, uh, he's also, once he realizes what's going on, he's like, oh no, but it, it's been stolen. And these two elves, uh, Crumpet and Sparky, they come down to help him figure it out. Um, and just, you know, just to do, be, a, be a couple of goofs, you know what I mean? You need a couple of goofs, am I right? Um, so the snowstorm starts to spread. Which, you know, we're, this is new tech. We don't know what it's capable of, but apparently <laughs> it, is, it is able to spread. Um, and the reason we know that is because uh, Ali's dad is in San Francisco for business and he's not able to get home. All the flights are grounded, even in San Francisco, because the snowstorm is moving in. So they start to realize that with great power comes great responsibility. If you can make it snow, you're playing God. Is that good? Are there ramifications? You betcha there is. And so they they say, you know what? Enough is enough with this snow. We'll turn it off, and then uh, everything will go back to normal. But in the middle of the night, it turns right back on, and it's worse than ever. They wake up, and things are just going crazy. Um, Our guy Edwin, uh, from what I gather, has written some sort of software or is able to pinpoint the exact location that snow originated in. Again, I don't know if it's possible. I, I don't know how weather works, really. If, if it were a tornado, you could find the epicenter. So I will say sure. Why yes. not? And he uh, he figures out exactly where the snow's coming from. So he is trying to make his way through Los Angeles. The roads are crazy. Uh, crazier than normal. If I read a lot of and uh, uh, so he's trying to figure that out. Santa also has uh, now narrowed it down finally. Uh, who has the uh, who has it? Now you could ask yourself this question, which is he's Santa. Should he not be able to know? Neither here nor there. Uh, he goes to the naughty list in the Los Angeles area uh, and figures out uh, of all the girls that wear the, sa- the the shoe that was in the mud. It's very technical. Uh, but finally, he knows it down to Allie. 
And they uh, basically uh, show up and they're like, let's take this thing back. But who also shows up? It's Edwin. Edwin wants this device because he can be the best weatherman in the world because he can make it do whatever he wants to do. And so he's able to find a device. He takes it. Santa, the elves, uh, and the girls, they chase him through this thing. He gets some chocolate. It's a, it's a whole ordeal. Um, and so finally, they get the device back. Uh, Edwin uh, decides that, you know what, I've learned my lesson here. I want to teach uh, people your weather. That's exactly right. So he opens his own school um, and uh, they're able to, to turn up the heat a little bit, which was probably the better course of action to begin with, Ali. You should have thought that one through because it's really cold. But ne- nevertheless, it's, you know, we're able, we're able to warm things up a little bit, melt a little bit. It's Christmas morning. Dad's still not home, but guess who brings them home? The elves. They bring them home and they're all happy on Christmas. And that, my friends, was the ultimate Christmas present. That's exactly right. So excited to break this movie down. If you remember, Alon, I'll go first. If you remember, uh, Mm. I haven't seen this, I think, since the year 2000. So, Mm. um, you know, a mere 22 years ago. And I wasn't, you know, I remember... I remembered kind of the gist of the movie, but and I remember really liking it at the time. But was it just because I was? Uh, uh, I'm, was it great or were you eight? <laughs> I was eight. Um, okay. I don't know. I loved this. I had a blast with this movie. I thought this was a bundle of fun. I might be in the minority here. I don't know, but I thought it was a bundle of fun. Yeah, I love. I love decoms. And I've, I've talked about how they're my gateway uh, drug to, to Hallmark many a times, but there's just something about this that I just absolutely adored. I thought the storyline was actually, like, it's, it is wacky new-new. I wish we had a wait what segment on this particular program because we would have been able to go for days. But it's a, a pretty, like, fun story about snow and Los Angeles and figuring all that out and say good, good Santa and... You know, you got a, a villain of sorts, and so it all worked for me. I had an absolute blast. It it, it holds up, and it gets the brand stamp of approval. If you're gonna watch a a, de- a Christmas decom on uh, Disney Plus, there you go. Look no further. I think there is another one with Brian Cranston, which I was not aware of. I haven't seen that one. Uh, but maybe maybe on a different show. Uh, you know, later we can do that. But uh, what what do you think, Alonzo? This is your only decom aside from High School Musical. Was that correct? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, like I watched uh, my 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 friend Kevin Chamberlain, who I mentioned on the Christmas with the Cranks episode, is also in like one of the teen beach something movies as like a mad scientist or whatever. Okay. Uh, but I pretty much just fast forwarded and watched his scenes, so I couldn't really speak to the film as Did a Did you watch Camp Rock for the Jonas Brothers or no? No. <laughs> uh, I'll say this. This is the least bad film you have made me watch over the course of this <laughs> entire program. So <laughs> and the cheapest to make, um, and that shows I, you no something. No doubt. Yes, exactly. Now, I, I get the appeal, and I, I also think it's, it is it is interesting. Like the, We could sort of lay out a thing of like the beats that you expect a Hallmark Christmas movie to hit and the beats that these movies, I'm just guessing from this one, like I'm sure the bad guy has to not only wind up defeated, but also like covered in, you know, slime or goop or chocolate <laughs> sure. or cotton candy or whatever. Like I, I bet you that's a trope. Um, 
Yeah, it's fun. It's cute. You know, it's it's silly and innocuous. Um, but I thought like it made occasional stabs at being a real movie, like where Sam talks about her dad being dead uh-huh, yeah. and like how that kind of impacts the holidays. You know, I, I, I love kids talking about death. Um, <laughs> Who you know, does it? When done right. It I, was. I that, listen, that was, it wasn't heavy handed at all the way they got there either. You know, you'll you. There's no way you could ever understand what it's like to not maybe not have your dad home for Christmas. Oh, Oh, I couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I was kind of surprised this movie actually has some genuine bona fides. It was written by Michael Hitchcock. And you may not know that name, but trust me, if you saw his face, you'd be like, oh, that guy. He is like a very busy comic character actor. He's in like all the Christopher Guest movies. I believe he's married to Parker Posey in Best in Show. He's that guy. Um, So anyway, he's, you know, he's he's like, I think he's from the Groundlings. Like he's a genuine like comedy gem and he is the screenwriter for this thing. And I think he and the woman who plays Allie's mom, like, have story credit on it. Okay. Um, so, you know, there's some fun people who pop up in this, uh, like Susan Rutan, who plays Mrs. Claus. You know, she was on L.A. Law. Um, the guy playing Santa was in three Hallmark Christmas movies last year alone. That's not like surprising. An excellent Santa. He's a real good Santa, a busy fella. He doesn't even always play Santa. Like, he's just the guy in movies, and he just sort of suggests Santa, I think, sometimes for Hallmark. Um, You know, it was dopey. Yeah, like, why is this kid having a party on Christmas Day? Why is her little brother having a basketball tournament on Christmas Day? Like, what? (laughs) You would think that Los Angeles just, like, ignores it entirely. Like The timeline of this movie is insane. The amount of things that are going on leading up to Christmas and on Christmas in general. The amount of people that are having Christmas Eve or Christmas Day parties. It's just unbelievable. And I loved every second of it. And, you know, I'll look for for as much as we give Hallmark movies guff about getting the fake snow really wrong. Pretty impressive here, I have to say. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Like, obviously, like it's like super, super fluffy, but like at least it's doing something, you know, and they got like a ton of it on the ground. Yeah, I, was, I suspect they probably like shot a few things up in the mountains or something where there really was snow, like for the snowmobile stuff. And, you know, when the when the girl, the, the girl on the naughty list who likes to bash snowman with baseball with a baseball bat, like, whoa. Um, but, yeah, I think as a movie for kids, it does what it's supposed to do. And, you know, it's it, it's it's fine. It's fun. Absolutely, buddy. I mean, I, I, go ahead. I, no, sorry. I was reminded of like when you see former Disney kids who go on Saturday Night Live and do like their, you know, they'll have the acting school for Disney children, like how to be a, you know, the Disney sitcom kid, you know, like I'm definitely seeing some of that acting in there. The the overall brightness of everything was very much, I think, part of the Disney Channel uh, aesthetic of that moment. Um, But yeah, no, I I had a good time. Spencer Breslin, though. (laughs) (laughs) Tough, Tough sledding, pal. Whew. Like, role, but like <laughs> literally like could not be more like mom like just <laughs> unreal this guy yeah but you know i i loved it and i lo- you know i you know me by now i love like the worst uh, the the actual worst a uh, homework movie is not just not boring but the worst uh-huh. the more i probably like it i just i love the the badness of it. So this, this worked for me. 100%. Well, you know, certainly give me a bonkers plot twist over 
you know, rival house cleaners in love, you know. <laughs> but the the like even the the plot device, this thing was like really intriguing, like kind of a cool idea. Like I guess why would you have an earthquake setting? Yeah, that seems <laughs> What that seems unnecessary. What's the plan there? Yeah, see, <laughs> saying it's not the no good, I don't think. But I, al- I also love, like, what was he trying, like, he threw it out. Like, what was, what happened in between throwing it out and bringing it home to make it work? Yeah, maybe it jostled it just so. It's, just I, a, it's a classic knows? jostle. It's a classic <laughs> jostle situation. Um, let's get to Christmas feels. Uh, what what in this movie gave us Christmas feels? What kind of the the, the ranking we would give it, uh, Malonzo? Tricky one because like you know you've got Santa throughout, but he's not. He's mostly in you know like detective mode. You know he's not really like being jolly. He's kind of he's kind of annoyed the entire movie. And, Fair and, though, and, and well he should be absolutely. Listen, um, when you go to the cabin in the woods a few days before Christmas to work on a a, a, a weather, a weather project with an earthquake setting, you would be annoyed too if someone takes it, Alonzo. I, I begrudge him none of that. I'm just, we're talking about Christmas feels yes, though. Yes, you're right. um, I almost kind of feel like in a way you could, this could have just been a winter movie. Like the Christmas adds the ticking clock of will dad get home in time for, you know, from, from San Francisco. But like, you know, and it was cool when they, they decorate up the, they decorate the cactus cause they can't go shopping for the Christmas tree because of the snowstorm, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't get a ton of, Christmas out of this movie, weirdly enough, as much as I got winter, but in the same way that any song about winter becomes a Christmas carol, you know, you know, that, that, that does kind of carry along. And obviously, you know, yeah, LA would totally grind to a halt if we had even the tiniest bit of snow. I mean, I grew up in the South in Atlanta, like there's ice one day and the city just shuts down and then like it melts and we all go back to, to our lives. So here, forget about it. We can't even deal with rain here. Right. Yeah, that's that's fair. I I agree. It did, you know, the Christmas isn't a lot, but the winter is. So it kind of yeah. confuses you, you know, like you, <laughs> you feel disoriented because I'm like, there's so much snow, but there's not a light to be found in this movie. Like not a Christmas light to be found. Some of the houses have some decoration on the outside, but yeah, there's not. Not enough. Not enough. Like not this enough. Is not a, yeah, it's not a tree in every corner movie for sure. There's some like uh, fun, uh, like you know, ska versions of Christmas carols that I didn't know I needed. But <laughs> thank you for that. Early 2000s, am I right? It's a golden, golden age of music. It's all the ones I didn't use, and I'll be home for Christmas. That's right. That's exactly right. But Dan would have loved it every second. Oh, of for it. sure. Um, so yeah, I give this probably like a six-ish, six and a half. Yeah, I think fair. the Santa's good. The winter they knocked out of the park. You know, I'm always perturbed when people don't get their uh, Christmas tree in movies, you know, at least a month before Christmas. Like, was your was your dad in San Francisco for a month? Probably not. Probably not. You probably should have already gotten it. Hey, what is this like, you know, 1910 where, oh, we're decorating the tree on Christmas Eve? Like, come on. No, not having it. Not having it. Better. If I wanted that, I would have, you know, gone back a few weeks and watched a black and white movie where they do that. I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't need that here. I don't need that here in my in my in my color <laughs> films in the year two thousand. Um, but yeah, I think a six six and a half is probably probably fair. Um, oh boy, what movie would you recommend? I have one. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. So if you want a movie about 
uh, kids and snow and getting out of school and from people who are responsible for like great 90s kids television. The feature film Snow Day, which is currently streaming on Amazon Prime, uh, was written by uh, Will McRobb and Chris Viscardi, who are the creators of The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah, classic. A show I loved. Uh, I was far too old to watch it, but I watched it anyway. I, 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 I was very shocked when you just said that, but sure, go ahead. Yeah, well, it was, you know, like they had like Michael Stipe was on that show from R.E.M. And, and like Steve Buscemi was on that show. It was a very cool show. Like cool if show. you could be in your late 20s, be like, oh, we have to watch Pete and Pete because, right. you know. Um, and actually, Will McRobb is now doing the Harriet the Spy show on Apple TV Plus, which I just watched for the first time. And it's actually really good. Really? Uh, there have been some there have been some not great Harriet the Spy adaptations over the years, but this one seems pretty cool i'm gonna watch more of them but yeah snow day would be my would be my recommendation i'm trying to think of like a good good snowy good snow day hallmark movie like a movie where the snow really uh well there's a lot of you know like the airport is closed you know i'm stuck in town like what's the one with with tom everett scott and brooke what's her face as a as a stewardess like that one yeah yeah. that's that's i'm stuck because of the snow uh any of the you know winter storm megan movies from lifetime from a couple years ago obviously fit the bill i think we need we need a uh we we this needs to be redone i love i love a device that can make it snow i don't we don't need to know the science of it. I, I love, <laughs> and we're not getting it. <laughs> I love that uh, Brenda Song was like, "What if we just uh, we put put an uh, an antenna? Like, what was it? The antenna or something? Yes. That's great. I love that. <laughs> and why does it have a face? Why does that machine have a face? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, but thank you for making me watch it. It was not one I had encountered and probably would not have gone to on my own, but yeah. it, was, it was cute. It, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Did you, when you were done, did it pull up that Brian Cranston? The Brian Cranston. Yeah. I haven't seen that one either. What, so we can, uh, we can put that on the list. Was the night I think it was called something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll watch that, uh, with, with, with Dan or something during, Oh, there you uh, go. that'll, that'll, that'll make He'll love that. Yeah. That's a Disney channel original movie. Bam. <laughs> Bam, Brian, Brian Cranston is the golden. That was perfect for him. Um, all right. I'm going to take off my headphones. You're going to tell everybody what we're going to watch um, next week. And if I am, are we going backwards? Is this what I'm going to jump back a little bit, but not, not to it. It's in color. I'm going right. to tell you right now it's in color. Fair. So calm, right calm right. yourself. All right. Sir. All right. All right. All right. I'm taking, I'm taking it off. Okay. All right, I'm jumping backwards because uh, one of the movies from the 40s that I wanted to show is not streaming anywhere still, and I was kind of holding out that it would show up, but still we cannot stream um, I'll Be Seeing You, so too bad. What I'm going to throw in, and I think Brand is going to love it, because it's one of my favorites, it's another Christmas Carol adaptation. It is the 1970 musical Scrooge starring Albert Finney and Alec Guinness, and um, with the, uh, the screenplay and songs by Leslie Brickus, who co-did all the Willy Wonka songs. I love this movie, and I, I, I he's got to enjoy it, right? We'll see. Wowie. Can't wait. I can't wait for <laughs> whatever you just said. I can't wait for it. Let, her, let everyone know. We are running out of our lists. It's crazy. I know. Get, next, getting to the end of this thing. Next week's going to be week 20, I think. Don't even know what to do anymore. But anyways, let's um, let's just let's just stop talking because I'm gonna get emotional. 
<laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week, and you'll let me know what we're going to watch. Until then, yeah. it would be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.